Hello, and welcome back to the Chatty Chick Podcast. Now, this is officially going to be the latest uploaded podcast I have ever recorded, and my apologies. Um, I've had the craziest fucking week, the most exciting, funnest, craziest week, and I've just had unexpectedly so much going on, and I haven't had a single second to film this podcast until right now. It is currently Monday night, so this is going up late Monday night. I am so sorry. I fumbled the bag, but also I didn't because it's still going up on Monday, so technically we're all in the clear, Um, and you can listen to this Tuesday morning when you wake up because (laughs) it's probably going up at 11 p.m., Um, (laughs) so my apologies. I have had the wildest week, y'all the wildest week. And I also, okay, before we get into that, last week's episode, which was on extremist, um, I realized after I had already uploaded the episode that I forgot one of my main points. Like what, like if not my main point. (laughs) So we're not going to talk about that the whole episode, but I just want to say that I think when somebody is being physically attacked, it's so easy to see that like defending yourself is the right thing to do in that situation. It's the only option that you're left with. But when someone's being verbally attacked, we don't often think about the fact that we're putting them in a position where they have no choice but to defend themselves, which is just another huge reason why extremism is so unproductive, in my opinion, because if you're coming at somebody, they have no choice but to defend themselves. And if they're coming from a place of being defensive, then they're definitely not listening to you and not listening to your side of whatever story you're trying to tell because you're attacking them. Um, And I see this a lot with everything, but I think the clearest way that I see it is with veganism. There are extremists that are vegan, and I am vegan, in case you didn't know. I've been vegan for six years now, and I have just found that judging people and attacking them for their beliefs gets you nowhere. Like, you're not going to turn somebody vegan by being extreme and telling them that they're evil, awful people. Like, it's just unproductive. But again, you see it with everything. I'm not just trying to attack vegans here. Um, You see it with politics. You see it with religion. I feel like I've been seeing it a lot with religion lately where people just go at Christians all day long. And again, not trying to be ignorant. I get it. Like they're trying to take some rights away from some people and it can be really frustrating when they think that you shouldn't exist. But at the end of the day, people who are evil like that, I personally don't think you can ever make them not evil. I think some people are just inherently evil. Um, I don't agree with the thought process that everybody is savable. I think that some people are just evil. And that is just that. Like, some people are not mentally capable of being empathetic and kind and compassionate. And it is what it is. We're not going to change that. Anyways, I don't want to talk about that the whole episode, but I did realize that I totally forgot that argument and that was like one of my main points. And so I just wanted to add that in there that attacking somebody is never going to be productive because if you're attacking someone, they have to defend themselves. That is just how it is. That's what you do when you're being attacked. You defend yourself. And I could have really gone into that last episode, but I'm just, we're not going to. We already talked about extremists. We're not going to do it again, but I was really mad when I listened back to that episode after I'd already uploaded it and realized that I never said that. Anyways, I've had a crazy week this week. Um, 
I, last time I talked to you, my family was still in town. I have decided that having your family in town for two days is the perfect amount of time. Obviously, that's different depending on who the family is. Like, if my cousins were coming, I'd want them to stay for a long time. I'd want to see them for a really long time, but I'm talking, like, distant relatives, right? Because it's kind of draining to talk to people that know nothing about you. Like, I talk to my cousins pretty regularly, (laughs) so I would be excited to see them, but it can be a lot trying to update somebody on your whole life and entertain them. I think that was a big thing. Like, my Aunt Heather has not been to Georgia since I was a kid, and so obviously we wanted her to have a good time and, like, see a bunch of things and do a bunch of things, and when you're actively working and just got off of a work week, and you're about to go into another one, and you're having your family come into town, it can be a little bit overwhelming, like, because you still have to do all of the things that you would normally do, while also trying to catch up and entertain with people that you haven't seen in a really long time, and that's just a lot, and I feel like it can be really draining, because it sets your work week up to be a disaster, slash the end of the work week, if you like to take care of your shit at the end of the week or beginning of the week. It doesn't matter what type of person you are. Either way, it's going to fuck you up, you know? But they came into town really late Saturday night and I got everything done that I could have possibly needed to get done on Saturday. And then I just really enjoyed my time with them while they were there. And then on Monday, half of the day, they went to Atlanta. I hate um, being a passenger in somebody's car if I'm going somewhere where there could be traffic, really just in general, I don't like being a passenger in somebody's car. I have this problem (laughs) where I hate driving. Like, I get really nervous to drive. I've had, I have a lot of driving trauma. Um, But I also, in my older age, have started to get car sick. Like, in high school, I started to get really car sick, and now it's just gotten progressively worse as the years have gone on. So, I find that I get pretty sick, even if I'm up front in a car, but also people's driving stresses me out. (laughs) It really does. And I have no desire to be like a backseat driver. Like I don't want to be stressed out the whole time, but like I am, I am. I can't think of a single person who I enjoy being passenger with. Like I'm almost always so fucking stressed out slash sick and I just don't enjoy it. And I was not... I was not feeling that on Monday because my father was driving us to Atlanta and he is an awful driver. Honestly, both of my parents are. They don't pay any attention and they brake really hard and they're so impatient. They are so impatient and I just hate it. Um, So I didn't put myself through that and I'm really glad that I didn't because I just felt like it was the perfect amount of time and I felt so prepared and ready to take on this week and thank God for that because my life did a complete 180 this week, you guys. A complete 180. Like, my life is so different than what it was a week ago. Polar fucking opposite. My boss texted me on Sunday and told me that she was having some co-parenting issues and she was going to have to put Titus in daycare um, because it was part of the new agreement that they had. And so, I would basically be doing hair full time now. Like I'm not watching Titus at all, which I'm not going to lie, was stressful to hear because I didn't know how much money I would be making or if I would make the same amount of money, how the week would be going. And I just came off of them being on vacation and me not getting any pay at all. So I was a little bit nervous. Um, And also I only offer 
all over color at the time i only offered all over color that was the only service i would do and not a lot of people get an all over color service like most of the time people want highlights or to go lighter essentially something that's involving bleach whether it's because they want blonde or highlights or balayage or if they want like a vivid color something that involves bleach and i don't work with bleach on people yet i'm not there so i was definitely nervous i'm not gonna lie I was kind of getting to the point where I was over watching Titus, not in the sense that like I was sick of it, but in the sense that like I really wanted to start doing hair and I felt like Titus was being put above doing hair, which is understandable because like that was my original job there, but I really wanted to focus on hair. I was getting to that point where I really wanted to see where I could go with hair and how I was enjoying it. And so it felt like a blessing in disguise in a sense. Like it felt like the stars were aligning for me, as lame as that sounds. And I was extremely nervous, but it ended up being great, wonderful, awesome. Tiffany ran a deal on our Facebook page and I got booked up and I made more money this week than I would have made watching Titus. So that's amazing. And I have just had the best week you guys thank fucking god thank fucking god <laughs> because as you all know i have been in the trenches like going fucking through it going through it lately and i've been saying that i'm so bored with my life as well and i just like after this week i'm so excited because i think that my life is finally going to be fun again like i think that i have finally cracked the code i think i'm here so let me run you through the week. This might be kind of boring, but I know that this is going to be such a fun episode for me to look back on because I genuinely feel like this week was the start of my career. Um, on Tuesday and Wednesday, I shadowed Callie. I worked with Callie all day long. Fun and awesome. I love Callie. She is so much fun to work with. I literally would be nothing without her. She's taught me everything I know. She's been by my side through everything. I love that bitch. I owe her my entire career at this point in time, quite literally. Um, so yeah, I love working with her. That was a blast. She's taught me so much. And it's crazy. Shadowing people sounds boring and you obviously aren't making as much money as you would if you were taking clients. But with hair, everybody does things so differently. Like once you graduate cosmetology school, the world is really your oyster and you figure out what, how you enjoy to do things. And so it actually has been really fun for me to shadow people because the way that um, Tiffany originally taught me how to cut hair is actually not how I like to cut hair. And I learned that from watching other people, which I'll get into later on. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's interesting watching how people do things. And like, I like the way that Callie blow dries hair with a round brush, like the way that she taught me that she likes to do it is really easy to me and I enjoy to do it the same way. So it's actually really, really fun to shadow people because everyone's techniques and the things that they pick up and like to do are so different. Um, so yeah, that being said, I worked with Callie on Tuesday and Wednesday and then on Thursday was my first full day of clients. Like I was taking my own clients all day long on Thursday and it was kind of a chaotic day, I'm not going to lie, because I was supposed to be off in the morning, like I didn't have my first client until like 3 o'clock, I'm pretty sure, but 
my um, 8 a.m. for Friday accidentally came on Thursday. So I just rushed and got ready and came in to do her hair. And I'm really glad that I did because she ended up being so lovely and so much fun. She was such a fun way to start my week. She was an amazing customer. I still think about her. She was so sweet. She had naturally curly hair. I love working with curly hair. I do think eventually I want to really deep dive into curly hair and learn a lot more about it. I want to be a curly hair expert. I would love to do that eventually. Um, whenever I start making money from hair, I want to invest it into learning more about hair. Like once I get my grounding settled and I'm like, am I making sense? No. Um, basically once I start making a lot of money from doing hair, I want to take classes and learn even more about hair and curly hair is definitely top of the list. I want to be really, really good with curls because obviously even I have curly hair, so that'll benefit me in the long run as well, but I just feel like curly hair is almost a spiritual, not almost, it is like a spiritual experience to have curly hair and embrace your natural hair, and I would love to take people on that journey and teach them about their hair. Um, so it was really fun doing her curly hair because she didn't even know how to use a diffuser or what products to use. She wasn't using any products on her hair, and so I felt excited to teach her like I had a lot of fun teaching her how to use a diffuser she's never used one in her life like I said and she was just lovely she was so great she was such a good way to start my like weekend of being fully booked and right after her I had my first bad client and I debated if I wanted to talk about the bad clients or not because I have had an amazing week like the bad clients have not gotten me down and so I didn't really want to focus on them but I I kind of enjoy talking about them because I think it shows that like I am getting bad clients like this hasn't been all rainbows and butterflies and I'm still like loving it like I'm not looking at it through rose colored lenses right now I've had some bad experiences and I'm still just like so excited to be there and to be doing this so we're gonna talk about her we're gonna talk about her I had two bad people this week we'll talk about both of them but right after her Destiny had come up to me I think I did two people's hair in a row maybe not maybe I'm making that up I did I did two people's hair in a row and then destiny came up to me and said hey I'm doing this woman's hair and her daughter's in here and she wants to get her hair done she just wants like a red all over color do you care if I put her on your book you'll have to take her like immediately and so obviously I'm like of course like I want the experience and I need the money so add her to the book put her on there didn't think anything of it um Destiny was almost finished with her mom's hair. Once I went and grabbed her, she was blow drying her mom's hair. And I put her in my chair. I was talking to her a little bit. She wasn't really talking to me that much, but if I tried to have conversation with her, she would. Um, she told me that she was about to turn 16, and I asked her if she was getting a car, and she was like, yeah, I have a Lexus. Um, that was red flag number one. A 15-year-old is getting a Lexus. Okay. Um, yeah, not all rich people suck, but most of them. <laughs> This girl, though, had the most hair I've ever seen in my life, so I knew I was getting myself into some shit. Like, her hair was about to her bra strap, so pretty long, and it was extremely thick. Like, she had about three of my head of hair on her one head. Like, her hair is the thickest hair I've ever seen in my life, so I knew that it was going to take a long time, and it did. It took me an hour just to put the color on her hair. It normally takes me about 30 minutes to color someone's hair. It took me a fucking hour to color her hair. 
But this is my thing, getting your hair done is a luxury service. And from experience, when people rush on me if I'm getting my nails done or my hair done, I hate that because it's expensive. Like it's not cheap. And this girl in particular, she didn't know that I was an apprentice. And so she booked with me full price. I was running a deal this week, but they didn't know that. They booked with me for my full price. So she was paying me more than anybody else was. So I wanted to take my time, obviously, period. I'm always going to take my time because if you're paying me for a service, I'm going to do the best that I possibly can and I'm going to take my time. I hate when people rush through things on me. I don't know anyone who enjoys that. If you're paying for a luxury experience, then you want people to appreciate that and take their time on you and not just rush through the whole entire thing. I don't know anyone who would disagree with that, but (laughs) this girl Her mom got her hair finished, like she had her hair styled by Destiny, and then she came over and sat in the chair right beside her, and she just stared at me the whole time I was doing this girl's hair, and after her mom came over and sat down, she stopped, her daughter stopped talking to me completely, radio silence, she was giving me nothing, and I was like, okay, and she, I kind of was like, maybe she just has RBF, but she was like, mean mugging me like staring at me like she was irritated as fuck and I was halfway through with her hair at this point when her mom came and sat down um but whatever I tried to make conversation with her she was really dry and I was just kind of like okay like I don't know what the attitude's about but they both weren't trying to talk to me like they were giving me the vibe that they didn't want to talk so I just stopped talking because that's another thing I'm not going to force you to talk if you don't want to Because again, this is a luxury service and not everybody likes that. Some people sit down in your chair and they want to talk your ear off and that's okay and I will allow that. But some people sit in your chair and they really don't want to talk. Like I've had people come get their hair done and they just read a book the whole time. And I'll let you, whatever you want to do, I'll let you do. Because again, this is a luxury service that you're paying a lot of money for. And so when they were both being super dry with me, I was like, whatever. And I just stopped talking, finished her hair up, had her wait for 30 minutes And then when I took her to the bowl to wash her hair out, she was telling me, yeah, my mom just is stressed out. She's worried that we're going to miss our nail appointment. And keep in mind at this point, it was 1.20. And she told me her nail appointment was at 4 p.m. So like you have plenty of time to make it to this nail appointment, lady. Plenty of time. But was she still being a brat to me? Yes, mean mugging me the whole time, like side eyeing everything that I'm doing. And again, she had no idea that I was an apprentice. So not that that makes it any better because it's still not nice to sit there and mean mug somebody that's new and like nitpick everything they're doing. But this is just her regular behavior to hairstylist, period. Like this girl did not have any idea that I was new. As we walk back over from the shampoo bowls, the daughter steps in some hair dye and she tells me like, oh, I got hair dye on the bottom of my shoe. So I went and get her a rag, right? I think nothing more of that. I start to dry her hair and her mom is like watching me the whole time. She looks so fucking irritated. She looks mean as hell. So irritated. I'm drying her hair. I'm completely ignoring her mom. I'm like, whatever. Like you are not going to get me down, bitch. Not at all. As I'm getting to the top layer of her hair and I'm starting to dry the top of her hair, her mom is like, we have to go, like, we need to go soon, I have to be out of here by 2, it's 1.55, and again, she has the thickest hair I've ever seen, so her hair is not fully dry, her hair is still a little bit damp at this point, um, not really, like, you can't really tell looking at it, but if you touch her hair, you can tell that it's still a little bit wet, and so I tell her, like, you know, part of the service is for me to style her hair, and it's, I'm not going to be done by 2 if you want me to style her hair, and she said, no, it's fine, just get it as dry as you possibly can, but we have to be out of here by 2, and so I'm like, okay, 
I dry her hair as much as I possibly can and two o'clock hits and I put the hair dryer down and I'm like, okay, um, are you sure you don't want me to keep going? And she said, no, like we have to leave. And so I was like, okay, that's fine. I tell her how much it is. She pays me. She tips me. But the weird part about this interaction that I almost forgot to mention is I grabbed her cape and started to walk to the desk, the front desk, because that's what you're supposed to do when you go to pay somebody. But she didn't follow me. And as I was walking away, she was like, how much do I owe you? So I had to like walk back to my chair and tell her how much she owed me. And she gave me cash and she tipped me, which she better because I know that bitch is rich. Um, But then they were just standing there by my chair and they were both looking at me like kind of side eye not really the daughter actually but like I don't know they were they both had like really really strange vibes and I don't know why because genuinely y'all her hair looked amazing I was really proud of her hair and I was actually pretty irritated that her mom wouldn't let me dry her hair again it is what it is you're paying for the service whatever you want to do I'm gonna let you do but I really wanted an after picture of her hair because it turned out so fucking good and she had beautiful thick hair like it would have been a beautiful photograph but her hair was still damp so it didn't look as good and she was rushing so I didn't want to like stop and be like hey can I take a picture anyways so I stand there for a minute they're both like looking at her hair in the mirror and like going through her hair to make sure I didn't miss anything and they're not saying anything to me and they're just like okay yeah it looks fine whatever like they're talking amongst themselves and acting like I'm not standing there so it's like you know what this is awkward these people have been getting on my nerves the entire time I'm just gonna walk away so I just said like have a great day like thanks for letting me do your hair grab my stuff and go to start cleaning up my station and I turn around, they're still looking at the back of her hair. So she has her butt like against the counter and is looking at the back of her hair. And I noticed that she kind of had her foot up, which I thought was weird because there's a counter there. Like you're not leaning against the wall. Um, They leave. I come back out there. They didn't say anything. They didn't complain. So I guess they found nothing wrong when they were nitpicking through her hair. But when I come back out there to my station, the red dye that she stepped in that was on the bottom of her shoe is all over the wall. Like, she wiped her foot on the fucking wall. That's why she had to put her foot up. She wiped the dye against the wall. Which, why? Like, I brought her a rag. Why would you do that? I'm I'm still so confused by that, but, like, whatever. And I'm kind of irritated because the dye will not come off the wall. Like, it stained the fucking wall at my station. I don't know. It is what it is, though. Whatever. At least she tipped me good. And she didn't ruin my day. I still had a great day. My appointment later on in the day ended up canceling on me and Callie asked me to go to Sally's for her. So I did and I picked up my friend's stuff and we had a fun evening. We got coffee. We went to Sally's together. We got some stuff. We talked for a while. Steph had just gone back to Puerto Rico and she got me some really cute gifts from Puerto Rico. It was so much fun. Again, I had like a full day of doing stuff and like not only was I meeting new people and talking to new people at work and like having fun with my coworkers, but then I went and hung out with a friend after work. It was a very fulfilled day. Friday rolls around. Friday's the same way. I have a really, I worked a 12 hour day on Friday. So I had two really early morning appointments and then I had two later on in the evening. So it was like a full back to back kind of day. And my friend Ariana, she found, I forgot to mention this. So we have been looking for pink princess philodendrons. I'm not kidding for an entire year. And if you're into plants, you know, last year, 
pink princess philodendrons kind of went viral and they were selling for like hundreds and hundreds of dollars because everyone wanted to get their hands on them. I don't know. That just happens sometimes with plants. I don't really know why that's a thing. It happened with monsteras too. Some variation of variation, variegation of monsteras where they have like white leaves. They were selling those for really expensive last year as well. Um, but we have been looking for these pink princess philodendrons for a solid year. And in every fucking plant group on Facebook, people are posting like, oh, I just found this at my local Kroger for 20 bucks. Or I just found this at Walmart for $15. And they're all getting these philodendrons. Me and Ariana are looking everywhere. Cannot fucking find them. Everywhere we look, we can't find these fucking philodendrons to save our lives. I have my grandma looking. I have my other friends looking. Ariana's looking. Like, her mom's looking. Everybody's looking for this fucking plant for us. And then, just by chance, Ariana goes to a different Walmart than the one by our house, and she finds them. And not only does she find them, but she finds a white wizard philodendron as well. And so she got one for me, obviously. <laughs> and she got me a white wizard as well. And so I told her to come in on Friday because I had a large gap in between clients. I took my first client on Friday. She was lovely. She was great. We talked. She was cool, but she was also like really tired. And she told me that she's like, sorry, I'm like so low energy. I'm not a morning person. And I got off work at 2 a.m. And her appointment was at 8 a.m. So I was like, okay, it's okay if you want to like sit here and be quiet. Again, I know how to read the room. Okay. I'm not going to talk your ear off if you clearly are not in the mood to talk. All right. I won't do that. <laughs> She was lovely, though, and then the next lady came in. First of all, she reeked of cigarettes. This is my second bad person, in case you were wondering. <laughs> she reeked of cigarettes, which is not, like, awful. It doesn't smell great, but, like, you'd be surprised. So many people come in and get their hair done that reek. And even if you didn't smoke right before you came, like, even if you don't reek when you walk in, I can always tell if you smoke cigarettes because of what your hair looks like when I wash it. Like, it's clear, it shows up in your hair. Anyways, the fact that she smokes cigarettes has nothing to do with anything, but she comes in, she wants an all of her color done, but she also wanted me to give her basically a bob with choppy layers in it. Now, no matter how much you try to advertise <laughs> what you're willing to do, people never listen. Like it's very, it says on the post that I only do blunt cuts. It also says that I only do all of her colors, and that's what she asked for, but I did have another person come in wanting their hair to be highlighted when the post clearly says all of her color. Anyways, I basically tell her the layers are absolutely not going to happen, but I can take her hair to a bob if she wants. Now, this is a big deal because her hair was pretty medium length, but I would say it was like right above, right below her collarbone, okay? It was like a little... Mm, it wasn't right below her collarbone. It was like above her boobs. Okay. Like right before where your boobs would start. Her hair was pretty long. I took like six inches off of her hair, if that tells you anything. Um, but she agrees to do just the blunt bob haircut and the all over color. So as I'm going to the back to mix up her color, I'm like, I'm so fucked. Like I was so nervous because up until this point, I had never actually cut somebody's hair. I'd only done mannequins. So she's my first haircut ever. And I know short hair is the hardest to cut. Okay. I'm confident in this. I know this because every time someone that works there, like one of the stylists has a client come in that wants like a short haircut or a bob, everybody's like, they're always like, oh my God, 
they want to bob i'm so stressed like they're always stressed out and these are girls with experience years of experience um which i do not have this is my first cut haircut ever on a person um so i was stressed to say the least i was like of course she wants a fucking bob of course that's like worst case scenario for me um in fact there's only two girls that work there that will accept people with short hair like sometimes someone will just come in and they'll want a bob and you don't know until they're there or they're like one of your regular clients and they want a bob all of a sudden um and then those girls have to do it but kayla and callie are the only people who actively like take like mainly older women are the ones who want bobs but they're the only ones that actively take like the older women who want the bob haircuts and they're both trained on men's hair like they both have their barber's license and do men's cuts um so that's why they're okay with the short hair but most like hairstylists that do women's hair do not like cutting short hair okay this is a known fact it's very stressful so once this bitch tells me she wants a bob i'm like oh god really nervous really really nervous but she seems cool like when i told her i wasn't comfortable doing layers she was like okay that's perfectly fine like i'd much rather you just do what you're comfortable with and i straight up tell her i've never cut a person's hair before maybe that wasn't the right thing to do like i do lie about how long i've been doing hair when people ask because technically i've only been doing it since april but i'm i don't necessarily lie i'm just very vague i just say a couple of months because sometimes when you're like super super new people have the audacity to nitpick you um and just be like extra rude and like nervous with you i don't know that's something that a lot of people have told me like don't be you don't have to tell somebody how long you've been doing it like it's not necessarily always a good thing but this girl had been nice to me she was like thank you for like not trying to do layers in my hair if you weren't ready to do that and i was like yes of course and i told her that she was my first haircut i've ever done so i was gonna take my time with it like i tell her this before i even start putting color on her hair um and she was like yeah no that's totally fine so i dye her hair wash her hair right after i wash her hair she goes radio silence doesn't talk to me and i'm like oh my god not this shit again i feel like that's my <laughs> that's my telling tale right there if somebody just stops talking to me like they're i just shouldn't continue <laughs> but i tell her i'm like you know i'm gonna take my time with this i'm gonna make sure you leave happy and once i'm done with the haircut i'll have a experienced stylist come and check it over and make sure everything's great like you're gonna leave here happy with her hair i'm like reassuring her i'm telling her like i will not fuck up your hair like i promise um i start cutting her hair and she starts rushing me she starts rushing me and i just don't understand like why would you rush somebody <laughs> in this situation like i don't know i've talked to my sister and like a couple of people since this happened and they're like yeah no I always make sure that I have plenty of time if I'm getting my hair done or if I'm getting my nails done because you don't want people to rush through these things. Like you, again, this is a luxury service. Not everybody can afford to get their hair done and get their nails done. This is a luxury service I'm providing for you. I don't know why you would come in and want me to rush through your hair, especially when I just told you this is the first haircut I've ever done on a human being and not a mannequin and you're over here like rushing me? Girl that's crazy that's wild but she starts rushing me and at this point ariana had came in with my plants and so ariana is sitting in the chair beside us and kara had came over to talk to ariana because they knew each other growing up they went to high school together and i'm like almost done with this girl's haircut but i'm i'm just trying to make sure everything's perfect and i'm going back through it and she starts nitpicking me 
like fully nitpicking me because you do the back of somebody's hair first you cut the back layers first and then you go to the sides and cut the sides and so to give some <laughs> some clarity on like what she was doing I was cutting the back of her hair and she said these pieces up front are so long you know these pieces are long right like girl yes I'm not fucking blind I can clearly see it's just stupid shit like that like that's what she was doing to me the whole time and then she was just like rbf like super angry like staring at me through the mirror and so finally i'm like close to being done with her haircut like the length is pretty much done but i'm trying to go back over and make sure it's perfect and she's like i have somewhere to be really soon like i need to leave here like right now i need to leave like i need you to be done with this like kept saying that over and over again so i just look at kara who's talking to ariana and i'm like kara can you please just like fix up her hair and look up her, at her hair and make sure everything's good because I knew she wouldn't give attitude to Kara the way she was giving attitude to me. So Kara came over, literally cut like two things from her hair and then she was done and I got her out of my chair and afterwards she she was a brat so I didn't take a picture of her hair and I am kind of sad about it because it's the first haircut I've ever did and I don't have any documentation of it which is depressing but after she was done, I walked over back to where Kara and Ariana were, and they were like, she was so mean. And I was like, yeah, she was. Like, you're so right. And she didn't start out that mean. Like, I don't know what happened. I think she was just getting irritated because she wanted to be out of there at a certain time. But again, like, that's not my fault. And this is the thing. This is how you know that I love this because I wasn't letting any of this get to me. Like, none of it was getting under my skin. But also, like, at the end of the day, I don't feel like it was my fault. You signed up for me knowing that I'm new. I told you from the beginning that I was going to take my time with your hair and with your haircut, which any normal person would be thankful for. <laughs> like, you trying to rush me through it is actually idiotic considering I'm a newbie. Like, you're the first haircut I've ever done and you're trying to rush me through it. Make it make sense. It doesn't. Like, at this point, I'm pretty sure I care more about where what your hair looks like than you do, honey. Um, anyways, <laughs> that's besides the point. But then I went and hung out with Ariana because I had like a couple hours in between my next client. So I did the laundry, went to Ingles with Ariana. We got coffee. I got some food for Kara, went back to the salon and we all sat up there and talked and it was so fun. It was so fun. A lot of socializing, a lot of seeing my friends, right? Keep note of that. Um, then Ariana left. I took my last client of the day closed up the shop. I was the last person there that day. I was literally the last person at the salon, which is insane. I was there alone. Um, and then on Saturday, I had two people, which I was so thankful for because I had worked such long days. I'm pretty sure on Thursday, I worked for 10 hours. On Friday, I worked for 12 hours. Tuesday and Wednesday, I worked like eight-hour days. And at this point, I was exhausted. <laughs> And I had plans Saturday night. I had to go to Atlanta Saturday night. So I knew that I was going to have a long night. And I was like, thank God I only have two people today. Like, I need a break. My foot needs a break. Um, but I'm so happy with the way that things ended on Saturday because my last client of the day, first of all, my first client of the day was also awesome. And her hair transformation was amazing because she had really thin hair and she hadn't cut it or dyed it in three years. So I would never say it looked like shit, but it didn't look great. Like, she definitely needed some work. So that was so much fun because it was such a huge transformation from the start to the end. And she had the thinnest hair I'd ever seen. And so I styled her hair really good and gave her a lot of volume. And just like the before and the after picture, 
it was insane. And thank God I remembered to take a before on that one. Like, I forgot to take pictures almost all week this week, but I remembered on that one. And the universe was really looking out for me because that is my favorite. That was the first, like, huge transformation I ever did. And it's my favorite before and after to look at. Anytime I'm feeling like I have no idea what I'm doing, I just look at that and I'm like, yes, the fuck I do. And on her hair, I mixed two different dyes or colors sorry you're not supposed to say dye when you're a hairstylist it's color like who gives a fuck but apparently state board does <laughs> anyways I mixed two different colors to create the color that I colored dyed <laughs> her hair and that's kind of advanced like most newbies don't do that but I took a risk and I didn't even ask if that was okay because I was confident I was like whatever I'm sure that this is gonna work out perfectly and it did and it looked so good so that was really fun and it gave me a lot of confidence and then my second and my last girl of the day I ended up knowing her son like I used to hang out with her son a lot he was in my friend group back in the day and I've like gone to concerts with him it was really really fun and she was so nice to me she talked to me the whole entire time we got to really like have a good time together it was a blast doing her hair like I had so much fun and then my sister-in-law came in and my friend Katie came in to get her hair done with a different stylist so it was just good vibes like I got to see my sister-in-law I got to see Katie and talk to her and then I went to wash my client out and I was like talking to her again and she was like you know I really do want a haircut like do you feel comfortable doing that and I was like yes I can totally do a haircut and she said even if you're, like, scared, I don't care if you do it. Like, you can just use me to practice. Whatever you want to do, like, it's just hair. It'll grow back. And she was so sweet to me. And so I had Kara come over because I was so comfortable with her and she was so nice. And I asked Kara to show me how she cuts hair because, again, going back to what I was saying at the very beginning of this podcast, everyone does things so differently. And when I was watching Kara do that girl's bob from the day before, what she was doing looked so much easier than what Tiffany had taught me how to do. So I had Kara come over and show me how she cuts hair and her method makes so much sense to me. And so I cut this girl's hair and I was so confident in it and thought it looked so good in the end that I didn't even ask Kara to come and like touch it up. I was like, this is it, this is perfect. Like I killed that, I did that shit. And I feel like it really goes to show when somebody's vibe is good, you just do better. You perform better. Like this girl was telling me it's hair, it'll grow back, like I don't care practice whatever you want on me and it was amazing like it ended up so good her hair looked so good and it made me feel awesome too because she just sat in the mirror and was looking at herself and was like oh my god I love this color I love my hair so much she also hadn't dyed her hair in a really long time and she had some dead ends so she was like my hair feels so good now and was like she just kept talking about how much she loved her hair and I was like I love this <laughs> I just had a moment where I was like, I literally love this. I was made to do this. Like, that's how she made me feel. And so ending my week on her, top tier. I could not have asked for a better way to end this week than with her because she made me feel so fucking good. And she also taught me a lot because I got to learn Kara's way. But also when Kara came over to show me how she cuts hair, she was like, oh, you're left-handed? I was like, yeah, why? And she's like, you need left-handed shears, which I didn't even realize was a thing. And I was a little bit nervous about this because shears are so expensive. Like when I was looking them up online, the cheapest ones I could find were like $500. They're like anywhere from $500 to $900. They're expensive as fuck. And I was planning on buying a used pair of shears, 
But as a left-handed person, I already know there's not going to be any used left-handed shears in my area. Like, I just already fucking know. That's just how it is, you know? So, it's like, damn, I didn't even think about that. But the scissors do feel uncomfortable in my hand. This is something that I noticed. But when you're cutting hair, you have to hold the scissors and a comb in your hair at the same time. In your hair? In your hand at the same time. So, I had kind of just chalked it up to that. I was like, I'm just not used to holding them at the same time yet. But then when she told me that, I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Maybe that's why these scissors are so uncomfortable for me right now to hold. So I learned a lot from this girl, right? I learned that I need different shears. I learned how to cut hair way easier, in my opinion, than what I had been taught. And she left me feeling so confident. And then I got to, like, hang out at the salon. I was talking to Katie for a while and my sister-in-law before I left. And on my way home, I had... The most beautiful moment, I was crying because of how happy I was. I feel like I really expose how emotional I am on this podcast because I think most people who know me would not describe me as like a crier or like somebody who's super emotional, but I am. But I am really emotional. Um, and I was just having a moment on the way home where I was like, I can't believe I finally fucking found something that I enjoy doing because I'm not going to lie for years and years and years I was starting to believe that was never going to be a possibility for me like I had tried so many things and I had gone down so many different paths and none of them were panning out for me and I had just kind of somewhere in the back of my mind without even realizing it decided that maybe nothing was going to be for me and I was just having this moment when I was driving home where I was like finally dude like I made good money this week I had so much fun even my two not so nice clients like didn't get me down I'm so happy with this job and like I'm happy to be here like I just stayed there late just to chit chat and talk to people I haven't done that since my high school job at Zaxby's and even then I didn't love the work we were doing we were just like all of my coworkers were so close. We were like family. But like I genuinely love the work that I'm doing. I love the people that I'm working with. I'm so happy that I get to talk to people every day because at my core, I'm definitely an introvert. But I think that community is so important. I think community is so fucking important. And I had gotten my best <laughs> at talking to people right before the pandemic hit. And then the pandemic hit and I was so isolated and I didn't really have any friends and I went through a period of really serious isolation and I think it made me even more of a recluse and it made it really hard for me to go out and like talk to people I didn't know which is never something that I had struggled with before and this job is just really fulfilling me because I'm doing that like I'm talking to people all day I'm meeting new people all day and also I hung out with my friends so much that week like I had seen people met new people, hung out with friends the whole nine. I was just feeling very socially fulfilled, which I don't even remember the last time I was feeling that either. So I was just having this moment driving home from work and I was like, my life has turned around. Like, this is the change I've been wanting. I finally have a career. And I started crying because I was so happy about it. And I was like, I need to really like soak up this feeling because there was such a long time where I didn't think I'd ever feel this way. And so I was like, soak this up, really enjoy it, really remember how this feels. And as I'm thinking that, I look to my left while I'm driving down the road and I see this bride like touching her groom's shoulder, like they're doing their first look photo and she's walking up. He has 
his back towards her and there's photographers all around them and they're about to do their first look it was just like some shit out of a scene in a movie it felt like all the stars were aligning in my life I know that's so cheesy but that's exactly what it felt like it was just a perfect moment like I was on cloud nine I was so fucking happy and that's never happened to me at the end of a work week. I've never ended a work week being so happy that I cried. I can say that for sure. Never in my life has that fucking happened to me, but it did on Saturday and thank God it was such a perfect way to end the work week. Like literally, I couldn't have asked for anything more and then that night I went to Atlanta. I had a lot of fun in Atlanta too. Like that was a blast. I went to this cafe. It was so cute. It was very Italian styled and mainly just had a bunch of desserts and like coffee and cappuccinos, things of that nature. And so I got dessert, hung out, had a good time. I came home like after midnight. I could not tell you the last time I stayed out till after midnight. Like it had to have been like 2019. It's been years since I stayed out that late. But I have just genuinely had the best week ever. And it's insane because last weekend I was feeling so frustrated and so down. Like I kind of got in like a down mood right before my family came to visit. And I was a little bit irritated with where I was at in life. Like I was starting to feel irritated with where I was at in life last weekend. And my life really is like a full 180. Like it did a full 180. I feel great. I feel perfect. I feel very happy with where I'm at in life. And it's just like that alone is crazy. Like my journal entry from Saturday right before my family came into town was like me talking about how behind I feel in life and how unhappy I am and unfulfilled I am. And I could not feel more the opposite right now. And it's only been a week. Isn't that insane? And today, the reason why this episode is going up so late is because I went to a salon centric for the first time with Callie, who literally I owe my whole career to at this point. Like she's done everything for me, but we went and found some left-handed shears and we found some for really cheap. They're not the best shears ever. Don't get me wrong. Salon centric and Cosmos didn't have any um, left-handed shears in stock, but we found some at Sally's and she said the brand's okay. Like it's a good brand, especially for Sally's and they had literally one pair one pair of left-handed shears so it just worked out it worked out and then I went back to her house and I cut her daughter's hair with my left-handed shears they feel so much more comfortable than the right-handed ones so I'm excited to have shears that are meant for me this week I think it will make a difference actually and I also got an apron I really really needed that (laughs) y'all I have ruined so many shirts and pants since I started doing hair I have needed a fucking apron, (laughs) and I got one in the mail on Saturday, thank God, so hopefully I will not be ruining any more clothes. That's the goal. Um, And to give the tiniest foot update, my foot is feeling a lot better. I'm trying not to wear my boot at all when I'm at home because it still feels a little bit painful to, like, stretch my ankle, I guess. Like, okay, When I'm walking down the stairs, it's my left foot that's broken. So if I'm standing on my left foot and putting my right foot on the step below, like stepping down with my right foot, that bend that my ankle does, like bending forward, almost like squatting a little bit, 
hurts. That still hurts. It's still uncomfortable and my brain still thinks I can't do that. So that's what I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to move my ankle around more. And don't get me wrong, I can still feel it. I can still feel where I broke my bone, but it's not like super painful. It's just sometimes I notice it and I'm like, oh yeah, that doesn't feel great. I can still tell that it's broken. Um, And this work week has been long. Again, I went from basically being on bed rest to working 12-hour shifts. So it's been hard on my feet, but it's been hard on both of my feet. So I think that's the thing that's like reassuring to me is it's not like my left foot hurts obnoxiously or like extremely more than my right foot like they both hurt because I'm not used to standing up for that long anymore because again I literally haven't been able to walk for like a month and I went pretty drastically from that to like walking and standing up constantly 24 7 so yeah I don't think that it's affecting my left foot horribly because it's like it doesn't feel way worse than my right if that makes sense I think we're okay (laughs) that's the point I'm trying to get at. I think we're okay. And I tried to put shoes on my left foot for the first time since my injury and my left foot is definitely still swollen. Like my sock didn't fit the way that it should. My sock was definitely like too small for my swollen foot. Um, but the shoes weren't super uncomfortable. Again, I had to make them bigger. I had to like untie them and like loosen them all the way down, loosen the laces all the way down the shoe to make it fit on my foot because my foot is definitely still swollen. But It wasn't super uncomfortable. I'm definitely sick of the boot, though. I cannot wait to stop wearing that thing, but I think I'm going to keep wearing it for a while, especially now that I'm walking and standing so much. I definitely think I need to be wearing it at work, but again, I'm trying my hardest not to wear it at home so I can really stretch and move my foot because that movement is healing. I'm telling y'all, the movement helps more than anything. And also, it must be said, since this is the first podcast of June, happy pride month love all the homosexuals um i have already dealt with some homophobic shit this month are we surprised no not even a little bit but you know it is what it is i wish there was a parade that would be so fun and gorgeous but there's not (laughs) it is what it is right i almost forgot not that this matters (laughs) really it's not that big of a deal but on Wednesday, my niece came over and she was only supposed to be over for like an hour while Gunnar got his hair cut, but she ended up staying over for like five hours. Like I really got some quality niece time. So that's what I'm saying. Like the complete 180 of this week, I got so much time with my friends and my family and so much time talking to strangers and going out and doing things and working long days. And I feel like life has just been so boring for me the past couple of years. And this week could not feel more the opposite. Like I have had such a good fucking week. We are up and thank God for that because as we know, the week before and the week of me breaking my foot and really this whole entire experience has just been a low, low and I guess the saying is true, after a low, low is a high, high because I am definitely up there right now. I am fucking up there. I'm having such a good time. I love life right now. I am so happy. And thank God for that. Were y'all sick of me being sad every week? Because I sure as fuck was. (laughs) I most definitely was. Anyways, it's late. I have a client at 8 a.m. tomorrow, so I'm gonna (laughs) let you guys go now. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you all next week. Mm